Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Mike Gartland. He's the Director of Sales for um, EMA Design Automation. They're a uh, full-service uh, provider of uh, EDA solutions and such. But the reason I brought him on the show today is so we could talk about the whole issue of design because obviously it's a really challenging space right now, isn't it, Mike? It is, Alex. Thank you. It's um it's uh, it's constantly evolving, and our customers are faced with new and different things every day, and uh, we're just trying to keep pace with their requirements and uh, develop the right solutions to address those needs. Well, you know, and that's the big problem, isn't it? Because things are moving so quickly nowadays. I could literally look up a part within one of the disruptive spaces, like, say, for example, silicon carbide, silicon carbide uh, semiconductors or... Uh, multi-core microcontrollers or advanced SOCs, and a week from now, it could be a completely different palette. That's that's very true, and that's um, when we're talking to our customers and and what some of their issues are. Uh, a lot of times, it doesn't have to do with the actual tools that they're using. It's about access to data. Uh, being able to effectively find data and manage it um, because a lot of times if you look at some of the, the failures that customers have uh, or some of the most costly parts of their design process, such as respins, a lot of it is tied around uh, not being able to effectively manage the data that they collect or not being able to, to quickly find the data that they're looking for. And so well, that's, That makes a lot of sense. Yes. So please go ahead, though. Well, I was going to say that that's, um, you know, those are the challenges our customers um, brought to our attention several years ago, and uh, that's really been a lot of our focus is, is how to address those problems while making sure it, it fits in within the ecosystem of the Cadence and ORCAD tools, uh, which is really the, the backbone of what we're, we're here to provide for our customers. Well, that makes a lot of sense because obviously the tool is only as precise as the data that's in it. You know, the, the, if your lines on your ruler aren't exact, nothing you build will be correct. That's that's exactly true. And, um, you know, one of the variables today that a lot of customers are faced with is that that data is constantly changing. It's rarely stagnant. And uh, it's critical that they're able to stay on top of it. And uh, if something has changed, be able to quickly identify that and uh, go out and find a suitable replacement with the same form, fit, and function. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's part of our entire methodology around uh, the engineering data management flow, or, or EDM as we call it. And uh, one of the products that's, that's right in there to help address that is, is the CIP product. I was just about to ask you, Mike, how is the philosophy manifested in product? Tell me about it. So uh, a lot of our customers are using uh, the ORCAD capture tool for schematic entry. Um, Oftentimes they look to add on the CIS option to help centralize that data. And um, they don't always want to take the time to figure out how to set up that centralized database themselves. Um, They also have questions about new part introduction, where do I find the part, 
uh, things like that. And, and what we found was that oftentimes a lot of our customers with ORCAD Capture and the CIS option um, are just going to distributors. So distributors like DigiKey or Mauser um, or Arrow, and uh, they'll have the ORCAD window open in one screen and then the, the distributor's website open in the other screen. Uh, and so back in 2008, we came to the realization that it would be to everybody's advantage if we could somehow integrate that process. And uh, that was kind of the first step into the CIP component information portal solution, uh, which enables a customer to access part data from the distributors I just mentioned and, and do some level of a parametric search, uh, collect the information they need, choose a, a component that looks to, to meet their requirements, and then automatically uh, download that part data into their centralized CIS database. Um, but one of the most important parts of, of that whole process is being able to differentiate between what's something new that, that the new guy that we had just hired downloaded versus our, our kind of golden approved library. Um, mm -hmm. Because you don't just want a, you know, a bunch of, of new uh, parts mixed into everything that you've worked to build up. And so that's part of our flow is to be able to differentiate between those new parts uh, and have a process to formally have them added to uh, the legacy data. Got it. Well, and that's, that's the key, isn't it? Because search is, search is almost a holy grail in every industry from dating to microchip design because unless you know what's out there, you'll never, well, I mean, I realize it, it sounds redundant coming out of the mouth as I say it, but yeah, un unless you know where it is, you'll never find it. That's right, and I mean, if if uh, if everybody's left to their own devices, they're gonna they're gonna figure out their own way to search and what works best for them, um, and it's not always in line with uh, with what the you know corporate wants from a management perspective. There's usually some level of standardization that that management's looking for, um, and so that's that's really one of the 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 key pieces. Uh, to the CIP solution is be able to have visibility into what the team is doing, uh, who's creating the most new parts, who's collecting the most accurate information, um, versus just kind of everybody off on their own Googling for parts or, or pulling up some old library they had from five years ago and all the parts are out of date and not thinking twice about bringing those forward into a new design. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, the, our solutions are about you know, really two things overall. It's being able to help management address the different external factors that, are, that their company's faced with and trying to better manage that, that information. But then also from the end user's perspective, trying to make their life easier as far as what's the easiest and quickest way I can automatically download part data into my database uh, and not have to worry about manual errors, you know, copying and pasting the wrong fields back and forth, things like that. Got it, got it, understood. Now, Mike, um, one of the things I love to ask people is how much support do you offer? What kind of hand-holding do you give the engineer who really just wants to get into this but has not got a deep background on that side of the house? So that's a, that's a great question. So um, many years ago, this was, this was tap, typically handled as a uh, custom engagement. It was different for every customer. Um, and but what, what we found after we did several of these was that 90% of the time, customers are looking for the same 
baseline solution. Um, and there's always got to be a little bit of flexibility in there for, for the different variables the customer's faced with. Um, but we have created our products to be plug-and-play out of the box. So from a, a stand-up side of things, as far as getting the software and installed, um, the customer can easily do that on their own, or we have a, a live team of, of trained engineers on our, our post-sales technical support team uh, to also assist with that. But when we get those kind of calls for help, um, it's typically 10 to 15 minutes on the phone, excuse me, with the customer just to work through those things, and uh, they're up and running in no time. Uh, we, we have help guides, we have training, uh, basically everything an end user would need to get up and running and, and proficient on the tools very quickly. And that's, that's when you look at the opportunity cost of trying to either do these kind of, of things manually or set something up on your own, uh, it's really become a no-brainer for a lot of our customers to just uh, include this methodology in the, the solutions we're selling from a, a Cadence Orcad perspective. Got it. Now, what I'd like to do, Mike, is before I close out the podcast, I always give the uh, guest the opportunity to have the last word in case we either miss something or there's something else you wanted to elaborate on. But uh, it doesn't have to be about the product or services. It could be about your strategic vision or it could just be a tip to the industry. But uh, the floor is yours. I appreciate that, Alex. Um, so I, I, today I've, I've, I've talked about uh, the new part introduction process uh, that can be extended in, in a variety of ways beyond that uh, as far as, for example, having technology to uh, quickly generate a symbol and a footprint. Uh, as well as even a step model, so enabling better communication between the electrical and the mechanical teams, um, taking it to the level of integration with uh, corporate systems. So uh, there's the common PLM, ERP terms, solutions like uh, Windshield, Agile, SAP, uh, Microsoft Dynamics, and being able to have one complete closed-loop flow um, of data traveling between electrical, mechanical, and at the corporate level. And that's really what our vision is. It's, um, we're, it's a fast-paced uh, uh, movement in that direction from our development team. We work very closely with uh, the Cadence development team so that everything seamlessly works together. And uh, it's only going to get better from here, and we see a lot of opportunities in the market where we're going to be first to market um, and offer some, some really cool technology that, that has not existed until uh, today. Very cool, Mike. And as my audience knows, I'm totally for new tools and new ways of moving the ball forward because it's critical. We really uh, need the solutions we're all trying to find out there. And uh, the better the tools we have, the better the solutions we can create. Awesome. We're on the same page. And, and uh, our biggest thing is our customers and, and the feedback they give us because we're developing this, these solutions based on the requirements. We're not just locked in a room thinking these things up on our own. It's, it's really driven by customer, customer demand. And um, anybody listening to this, I'd, I'd proactively ask them to please reach out to us and, and let us know their thoughts. Um, because there's, I'm sure, areas out there we still haven't explored that, that could be a good fit. Excellent. Well, hey, Mike, I hope they do follow up because, uh, well, the better your partners, the better your results. So thank you very much for coming to the show and letting our people know about all of these uh, 
advantages. Absolutely. Thank you, Alex. Um, I, hopefully you'll provide my contact info unless you'd want me to do so right now. Well, um, give us a website, and we'll put the rest of the info on the, on the page with the podcast. Okay. Uh, so the website is www.ema-eda.com. Uh, or folks can also go to orcad.com, O-R-C-A-D, uh, orcadence.com. Excellent. Well, hey, again, Mike, thanks. I really appreciate it. We'll drag you back uh, when you get some uh, other new things to tell us. But for now, we'll uh, let everybody go. And I want to thank the audience as well for taking the time to be with us because we obviously wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Pulse for Pulse on Power. Have a great day. Thanks, Alex.